Respected Allah's and dear brothers, there is no doubt in the fact that there is nothing more vast, more expansive, more extensive than the mercy of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared this in the Quran himself. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has spoken about the rahmah and the mercy of Allah as being the most salient quality of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Allah introduces him to the world, not only our world, but every world that exists, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces himself as Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. There are many ways through which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala displays that mercy. One way is by creating disparity in time, creating a difference in time. There are some moments during our 24-hour day that are more significant, are more precious, are more valuable and sacred in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The last part of the night carries greater significance and value in the sight of Allah compared to any other time in the day. Disparity in time. Why does Allah create this disparity in time? Because disparity in time creates opportunity for us to earn Allah's mercy, forgiveness, His clemency, to earn acceptance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you look forward to that moment of the day because you know there is a greater chance for you to have your answer to ah, at that, uh, to have your dua answered at that part of the night. Disparity in time is a way through which Allah expresses His mercy. The day of Jumu'ah is greater than the day that preceded it, is far greater than the days that follow it. And we look forward to the day of Jumu'ah. Why? Because of the disparity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. There's more opportunity for us in the day of Jumu'ah to earn greater rewards. Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given certain months preference. Allah has awarded certain months superiority over other months, certain nights over other nights, and so on and so forth. 
So this disparity in time is in fact an expression and a display of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's divine mercy because Allah has created and afforded us an opportunity to make most of the mercy and forgiveness of Allah during those moments. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has spoken of this in a hadith. He said, إِنَّ لِرَبِّكُمْ فِي أَيَّامِ دَهْرِكُمْ Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had said, throughout your existence on world, throughout your existence, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala releases certain breezes. Allah releases certain breezes. Referring to these significant moments, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has referred to them as napahat, a naphat, a breeze, a breeze of mercy, a breeze of forgiveness, a breeze through which we can draw closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then shares a piece of advice with us. He says towards the end of the hadith, when you experience a divine breeze from Allah in the form of a moment of value, significance, in the form of acceptance, in the form of a season of worship, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa says, فَتَعَرَّضُوا لَهَا Expose yourself to the opportunity. Present yourself to that opportunity. The famous tabi'i, rahimahullah, Khalid bin Ma'dan, he said, إِذَا فُتِحَ لِأَحَدِكُمْ بَابٌ لِلْخَيْرِ فَالْيُسْرِعْ إِلَيْهِ when Allah opens up a door of good, a door of opportunity, a moment for you to excel, He says, do not hesitate, do not procrastinate, hurry, rush towards the door. Make most of that opportunity. Don't allow the opportunity to pass you by. Opportunities will come and go. Every day of your life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents you with an opportunity to do some good. He says, and when that opportunity arrives, rush and hurry in the direction of that opportunity. Why? That door of opportunity, that season of worship, that moment of value, that moment of acceptance, the moment of expression of Allah's mercy will be closed. It comes to an end. We have witnessed the sunrise on this day of Jumu'ah. We are going to witness the sunset on this day of Jumu'ah. So the day of Jumu'ah is a moment of opportunity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has opened for us. So you want to get as much as possible in there. You want to get your Surah Kahf in there. You want to get your Sadaqah in there. You want to get your Dua in there. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa said there's a moment of the day of Jumu'ah wherein you lift your hands and you make Dua to Allah and Allah answers that Dua. You want to get your Salat and Salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in there because you know the sun's going to set. And the charity that you give before sunset today is far better than the charity that you could have given yesterday and the charity that you will give tomorrow. Window of opportunity. May Allah give us a moment of death in there on the day of Jumu'ah. Because that is also significant, that is also special. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with a new season of worship. And that season of worship was introduced to us by a dua that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa had made. And as the month of Rajab set in, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made the dua Allahumma barik lana fi rajabin wa sha'ban wa ballighna ramadan Oh Allah, allow us to enjoy your divine mercy, your barakah, your blessings Divine energy during the month of Rajab Allow that to continue, oh Allah, during the month of Sha'ban as well And oh Allah, allow us 
to reach the month of Ramadan. It is the longest season of worship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with. It starts with the first of Rajab, and Rajab is a sacred month, it is a holy month, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared, declared it as sacred. So the season of worship commences on the first of Rajab, it will continue throughout the month of Rajab. The month of Sha'ban as well is an auspicious month, a great month. A Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fasted almost the entire month of Sha'ban, the month before the month of Ramadan, when he was asked, why do you do so? Why do you excel? Why do you exert yourself? A Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Daka shahrun, daka shahrun, yaghfalu anhu nas. It is a month regarding whose significance many people are oblivious. So another season of worship, or another moment of Allah's mercy and acceptance, the month of Sha'ban, and the highlight that we all anticipate, look forward to, is the month of Ramadan. This season of worship concludes with the sighting of the Hilal on the first of Shawwal, the day of Eid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us with this amazing season of worship. And regarding the month of Rajab, the sacred month of Rajab, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, with regards to all the sacred months, إِنَّ عِدَّةَ الشُّهُورِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ اثْنَا عَشَرَ شَهْرًا فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ يَوْمَ خَلَقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ Allah says, since time immemorial, since time Allah has brought the heavens and the earth into existence, Allah has created 12 months. From the 12, Allah says, مِنْهَا أَرْبَعَةٌ حُرُمْ From the 12, there are four that are sacred, four holy months. One has passed, the month of Muharram, and now the month of Rajab is the second sacred month of this year. Qatada rahimahullah, he said, Inna Allah astafa safaya min khalqi. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has awarded special significance and superiority to certain creations of His. Istafa min al malaikati rusulahu wa min al nasi rusulahu. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen and has selected the messengers from amongst all of mankind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has awarded the messengers, the messengers from the humankind and the messengers from the malaika. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has awarded them a special significant spot. Wastafa min ash-shuhuri Ramadan wal ashur al-hurum. From all the months that Allah has created, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected the month of Ramadan as the most special month and the four sacred months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them a very special spot and significance during the course of the year. Wastafa min al-ayyami yawm al-jum'ah From all the days of the week, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected the day of Jum'ah as the best day. Wastafa min al-layali laylat al-qadr And from all the nights, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given special significance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given superiority to the night of Qadr over every other night. What does he say at the end? He says, Now you must dignify, you must honor, you must give regard to, and you must attach much importance to everything which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has dignified and has given preference to. It is our duty to show honor to that which Allah has honored, to dignify that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has considered as dignified and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has declared as sacred. In fact, Allah mentions in the Quran, because think about it, if you are going to honor that which Allah honors, it is you honoring Allah. 
It is you showing dignity and respect towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah says, وَمَنْ يُعَظِّمْ شَعَائِرَ اللَّهِ Whoever will honor, whoever will dignify the sanctities of Allah, whether that sanctity is a month, whether that sanctity is a book, whether that sanctity is a location like the masjid, if you will give honor to the sanctities of Allah, then that is a sign you have taqwa within your heart. And that's why it's so important, for example, Rasulullah has taught us, before entering into the court of the Almighty Allah in the form of a masjid, there are certain protocols that must be observed. Like when you go to the court of any king or any queen, there are protocols. In fact, you are briefed on the protocols before coming before the king, before standing before the queen, before entering into the royal court. There are protocols. There's a certain way you will enter. There's a certain way in which you will speak. There's a certain way in which you will greet and so on and so forth. Rasul has taught us about the masjid. Before stepping into the masjid, you are entering into the court, the royal court of the Almighty. Step in with your right foot. Step in with your right foot. Don't take that for granted. If you do that and you are following that protocol, you are honoring what Allah has honored. That is a sign that you have love for Allah in your heart. So you are observing the necessary protocol before entering into the court of Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains the one who will venerate, who will dignify, who will honor the sanctities of Allah, it is part of the taqwa and it is a sign of the Allah consciousness that rests within your heart. The question is how do we honor and how do we venerate this month of Rajab? It is a month that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sanctified. And now I'm required to honor this month. How do I honor it? What do I do? What is expected of me during the month of Rajab and during every other holy month and sacred month? The first instruction that we are given in the Quran is detachment from what displeases Allah. Now is the time. It should be done throughout the year, but greater importance is placed on it in the sacred month of Rajab. And also considering that we are heading towards the month of Ramadan, there must be a spiritual detox that takes place in order for you to derive the spiritual benefits that lie in the month of Ramadan. The detox takes place in the month of Rajab. So detachment from what displeases Allah, whatever it may be, whether it is a particular vice, an addiction, a habit, a relationship, violation of rights of others, the trust that I may deprive others of, the rights that I may deprive others of, all of that needs to happen and needs to be corrected now in the month of Rajab. That's the first thing that we need to do in order to show veneration and respect and honor to that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored in the form of the month of Rajab. Allah has said in the Quran, after stating that He has created these four sacred months, Allah says, we are not allowed to carry out acts of vice throughout the year, right? We know it. We are weak, we make mistakes and so on and so forth. But after mentioning the four months, Allah specifically mentions, do not wrong yourself by violating the commandment of Allah. Do not wrong yourself in the sacred month. That's expected of us throughout the year. 
but emphasis is placed on that during this month of Rajab and any every other sacred month. Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala he comments on this verse wherein Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks of the significance of the month of Rajab and every other holy month. He says that تَحَفَّقُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ فِيهَا Guard yourself. Be on the lookout. Be on the guard. Don't be gullible. Don't be naive. He says protect yourself. Guard yourself. Look after yourself. Look after your heart. Look after your thoughts. Look after your utterances. Look after your eyes. Guard yourself. Protect yourself during the month of Rajab. Try your level best to abstain from every act of disobedience. The poor he say, You want taqwa? You want Allah's love? You want Allah's forgiveness? Now is the time to earn it. He says the best way to do so. Don't differentiate between minor sin and major sin. This is doable, non-doable. This is minor, this is major. Kick out all those habits, addictions, vices, sins that you may have. You may have established an attachment with. Sahiraha wa kabiraha. Wasna' kamashin fawqa ardi shawki yahdaruma yara. Behave like one who's treading a path. And there are thorns on that path. You will avoid every thorn, right? Whether it's a big thorn that's sticking out or there's a tiny little thorn that might prick you, every thorn has the potential to prick you. Every sin has the potential to prick your iman. And in fact, there is a saying of Bilal bin Sa'ad, rahimahullah. Sometimes, we look at the insignificant nature of the crime or we consider it a minor offense and we feel that it's okay, we can do it, it's a minor offense, it's a minor sin. But what did he say? Bilal bin Sa'ad rahimahullah, he says, لا تنظر إلى صغر Don't look at the insignificance of the crime, look at the significance of the one whom you are disobeying. Look at the greatness of the one whose command you are going to violate. That, that shows your relationship and the level of veneration we have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the first thing. Detachment from everything that displeases my Allah. Number two, it is a moment and a time, again, considering that we are heading into the month of Ramadan. You don't want anything to come between you and Allah in the month of Ramadan. If I cannot find Allah in the month of Ramadan when the environment is so conducive, then when will it be possible to find my Allah? So number two, mending of broken relationships. Very important. Allah has given us the opportunity. Mending of broken relationships. In fact, the Rasul he used the month of Rajab. Well, not the month of Rajab. It was another sacred month, but it was a sacred month. He used a sacred month to draw the attention of the Ummah to the sacredness of the honor of another Muslim. It was on Hajj. It was a sacred day. It was a sacred month. It was a sacred moment. And the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the Sahaba, إِنَّ دِمَاءَكُمْ وَأَمْوَالَكُمْ وَأَعْرَاضَكُمْ بَيْنَكُمْ حَرَابٌ The wealth of another Muslim, the blood of another Muslim, the honor, the dignity, the reputation of another Muslim is sacred. He mentioned this and he drew their attention towards its sacredness when? During a sacred month. So it's something we need to consider, mending of relationships.
Rasulullah says it is sacred. Just as this month is a sacred month. Just as Mecca is a sacred land. Just as this day is a sacred day. That too is sacred. The path to Allah is trodden with the heart, not with the legs. And these inward feelings of bitterness, malice, enmity, jealousy, these prevent us from treading the path that leads to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So number two, it is a month wherein we will mend our relationships, show honor, dignity to every Muslim who deserves that honor and dignity that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted them and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed them with. Sahaba say, on one occasion Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he gazed towards the Kaaba sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He looked at the Kaaba, now think about the Kaaba, right? You know, the glorious, magnificent structure that you see in front of you. When you see that Kaaba, especially for the first time, or when visiting Al-Haramayn al-Sharifayn, may Allah take us all day over and over again. And may Allah protect the Haram of Mecca and Al-Madinah Al-Munawwara and the holy site of Masjid Al-Quds. What a magnificent, glorious structure in front of you. And at that point, your heart is filled with veneration and honor and dignity and love. You will not do anything at that point and at that time to violate the honor and the dignity of that glorious structure that stands before you. Rasul Sassan gazed at the Kaaba and he said to the Kaaba, لَقَدْ شَرَّفَكِ Allah has honored you. وَكَرَّمَكْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you dignity and sanctified you. وَعَظَّمَكْ Allah has made you glorious. Allah has given you glory and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made you a magnificent structure. وَالْمُؤْمِنْ But listen, O Kaaba, the honor of a believer وَالْمُؤْمِنُ أَعْظَمُ حُرْمَةً مِّنْكَ The honor of a believer is far greater than the honor that you have. The month of Rajab, a sacred month, a month wherein we should be concerned about the honor, the dignity, the respect, the relationship that we share with others. The month of mending relationships, building relationships and not breaking them, especially not during this month of Rajab. Our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said in the hadith, Man aba musliman bighayri haq The one who will hurt the feelings of another Muslim without any valid excuse, without the right to do so. فَكَأَنَّمَا هَدَمَ بَيْتَ اللَّهِ It is as if he had broke down the Kaaba brick by brick. So number two, the month of Rajab is a month wherein we should look at mending our relationships with others. My parents, if I have hurt their feelings in any way, what is the nature of the relationship between me and my parents? Ridal Walid, Ridal Allah, Ridal Walid. Allah fi Walid. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, if your father is happy with you, Allah is happy with you. If your father is displeased with you, Allah is displeased with you. This is the month of Rajab. Allah has given us to earn the happiness, to secure the happiness, to earn the du'as. One is to request the du'a and they give you the du'a. One is you, you earn the du'a of your mother, earn the du'a of your father. Wallah, thumma wallah. There's nothing. And especially to the youth, myself, firstly, not that I'm so young, but I mean it applies to me more than it applies to anyone else. There's nothing that takes you further in life than the sincere du'a that you have earned of your mother. Musa alayhi salam, he asks Allah on one occasion, 
Oh Allah, who will be my companion in paradise? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Oh Musa, an ordinary man who lives in a village and he owns a butchery, he will be your companion in paradise. Musa was surprised. An ordinary butcher, Oh Allah, direct me towards him. Jibreel directs Musa to this person's store. Musa does not interact with him immediately. He observes his dealings and he observes his mannerism in order to in order to identify the act that has earned him such a lofty position. He spends the day observing the man, nothing extraordinary. The man closes his store at the end of the day and he takes a parcel of meat with him back home. Musa follows him and he says, I'm a stranger in town, I need a place to stay, to stay for the night. Can I stay with you? Of course, do come home with me. When he goes home with Musa salam, he takes Musa salam along with him. The first thing he does is he prepares the meat that he carried along with him. After preparing a dish, he goes to a hammock-like, uh, you know, hammock-like um, device or whatever it may be hanging from the roof. He brings it down and Musa salam, sees an extremely old lady in that. And he starts feeding him. Uh, he starts feeding her. And Musa salam, asks him, who is this? He says, this is my mom. This is my mother. And Musa salam, then overhears her making a dua. What the dua? Oh Allah, make the son of mine the companion of Musa in Jannah. The dua of your mother will take you to the Arsh of Allah and beyond. The month of Rajab, we're heading into the month of Ramadan. Don't deprive yourself of the dua of your mother and your father. Mending of relationships. You have an aunt, you have an uncle, you have a sibling, you have a brother. Let go. That bitterness and the ill feeling, they prevent you from reaching Allah. Rasulullah has said it, Allah has declared it. You don't want to carry that heading into the month of Ramadan. Okay, it seems like my daughter decided to write a love letter on my bayan note, I love. And then the letter P, she's not for mommy, right? She's for papa. I love Allah. May Allah love you too. Where were you? At least not so bad as the hopeless legal representative of Israel at the ICG who couldn't find him. ICJ who couldn't find him. No, judgment is expected in about an hour's time. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow a judgment to be passed in the favor of the Muslims. An historic moment and whatever the outcome of the judgment may be, if it is positive, alhamdulillah, we ask Allah to grant them relief through that judgment. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to uh, allow us to appreciate the efforts of others. Sometimes Allah will use us, sometimes Allah will use others. Allah can use whomsoever He wishes. But if the judgment is not in the favor of the Muslims or perhaps the judgment does not have any real effect on what is happening in that part of the world, never forget the fact that there is a court in Akhirah. There is a court in Akhirah and Allah is Ahkamul Hakimin. Allah is the just of all judges and He will pass judgment in that court of Al-Akhirah. We conclude with the third point. So the first was detachment from anything that this pleases Allah. Number two, mending of relationships. Number three, it is the month of sowing the seed. While a vice that is carried out in the month of Rajab is multiplied, Ibn Abbas said, فَإِنَّ الْحَسَنَاتِ فِيهَا تُبَعَدْ 
the good that you do in the month of Rajab, all the good is also multiplied. It is the month wherein you start planting the seeds. You know what you want to do in the month of Ramadan? You want to spend time with the Quran? You got to start now. The training, the warm-up. Right? Before you start training, you first go through a warm-up process. And you enjoy the training if you did a solid warm-up. Okay, this is the warm-up. If you want to enjoy the training in the month of Ramadan and the spiritual exercise in the month of Ramadan, the warm-up starts now in the month of Rajab. Increasing our good deeds, our attachment to the Quran, our charity, our kindness towards others, our attachment with the masjid, our attachment with salah, our attachment with dua. It all starts now in the month of Rajab in order for us to enjoy a wonderful spiritual exercise during the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the understanding. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi